thirteenth day of abide in christ by andrew murray this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by christopher smith every moment in that day sing ye unto her a vineyard of red wine i the lord do keep it i will water it every moment lest any hurt it i will keep it night and day isaiah chapter twenty seven verses two and three the vineyard was the symbol of the people of israel in whose midst the true vine was to stand the branch is the symbol of the individual believer who stands in the vine the song of the vineyard is also the song of the vine and its every branch the command still goes forth to the watchers of the vineyard would that they obeyed it and sang till every feeble-hearted believer had learned and joined the joyful strain sing ye unto her i jehovah do keep it i will water it every moment lest any hurt it i will keep it night and day what an answer from the mouth of god himself to the question so often asked is it possible for the believer always to abide in jesus is a life of unbroken fellowship with the son of god indeed attainable here in this earthly life truly not if the abiding is our work to be done in our strength but the things that are impossible with men are possible with god if the lord himself will keep the soul night and day yea will watch and water it every moment then surely the uninterrupted communion with jesus becomes a blessed possibility to those who can trust god to mean and to do what he says then surely the abiding of the branch of the vine day and night summer and winter in a life fellowship is nothing less than the simple but certain promise of your abiding in your lord in one sense it is true there is no believer who does not always abide in jesus without this there could not be true life if a man abide not in me he is cast forth but when the saviour gives the command abide in me with the promise he that abideth in me bringeth forth much fruit he speaks of that willing intelligent and whole-hearted surrender by which we accept his offer and consent to the abiding in him as the only life we choose or seek the objections raised against our right to expect that we shall always be able thus voluntarily and consciously to abide in jesus are chiefly two the one is derived from the nature of man it is said that our limited powers prevent our being occupied with two things at the same moment god's providence places many christians in business where for hours at a time the closest attention is required to the work they have to do how can such a man it is asked with his whole mind in the work he has to do be at the same time occupied with christ and keeping up fellowship with him the consciousness of abiding in jesus is regarded as requiring such a strain and such a direct occupation of the mind with heavenly thoughts that to enjoy the blessing would imply a withdrawing of oneself from all the ordinary avocations of life this is the same error as drove the first monks into the wilderness blessed be god there is no necessity for such a going out of the world abiding in jesus is not a work that needs each moment the mind to be engaged or the affections to be directly and actively occupied with it 
it is an entrusting of oneself to the keeping of the eternal love in the faith that it will abide near us and with its holy presence watch over us and ward off the evil even when we have to be most intently occupied with other things and so the heart has rest and peace and joy in the consciousness of being kept when it cannot keep itself in ordinary life we have abundant illustration of the influence of a supreme affection reigning in and guarding the soul while the mind concentrates itself on work that requires its whole attention think of the father of a family separated for a time from his home that he may secure for his loved ones what they need he loves his wife and children and longs much to return to them there may be hours of intense occupation when he has not a moment to think of them and yet his love is as deep and real as when he can call up their images all the while his love and the hope of making them happy urge him on and fill him with a secret joy in his work think of a king in the midst of work and pleasure and trial he all the while acts under the secret influence of the consciousness of royalty even while he does not think of it a loving wife and mother never for one moment loses the sense of her relation to the husband and children the consciousness and the love are there amid all her engagements and shall it be thought impossible for the everlasting love so to take and keep possession of our spirits that we too shall never for a moment lose the secret consciousness we are in christ kept in him by his almighty power oh it is possible we can be sure it is our abiding in jesus is even more than a fellowship of love it is a fellowship of life in work or in rest the consciousness of life never leaves us and even so can the mighty power of the eternal life maintain within us the consciousness of its presence or rather christ who is our life himself dwells within us and by his presence maintains our consciousness that we are in him the second objection has reference to our sinfulness christians are so accustomed to look upon sinning daily as something absolutely inevitable that they regard it as a matter of course that no one can keep up abiding fellowship with the saviour we must sometimes be unfaithful and fail as if it was not just because we have a nature which is naught but a very fountain of sin that the abiding in christ has been ordained for us as our only but our sufficient deliverance as if it were not the heavenly vine the living loving christ in whom we have to abide and whose almighty power to hold us fast is to be the measure of our expectations as if he would give us the command abide in me without securing the grace and the power to enable us to perform it as if above all we had not the father as the husbandman to keep us from falling and that not in a large and general sense but according to his own precious promise night and day every moment oh if we will but look to our god as the keeper of israel of whom it is said jehovah shall keep thee from all evil he shall keep thy soul we shall learn to believe that conscious abiding in christ every moment night and day is indeed what god has prepared for them that love him my beloved fellow christians let nothing less than this be your aim i know well that you may not find it easy of attainment that there may come more than one hour of weary struggle and bitter failure 
were the church of christ what it should be were older believers to younger converts what they should be witnesses to god's faithfulness like caleb and joshua encouraging their brethren to go up and possess the land with their we are well able to overcome if the lord delight in us then he will bring us into this land were the atmosphere which the young believer breathes as he enters the fellowship of the saints that of a healthy trustful joyful consecration abiding in christ would come as the natural outgrowth of being in him but in the sickly state in which such a great part of the body is souls that are pressing after this blessing are sorely hindered by the depressing influence of the thought and the life around them it is not to discourage that i say this but to warn and to urge to a more entire casting of ourselves upon the word of god himself there may come more than one hour in which thou art ready to yield to despair but be of good courage only believe he who has put the blessing within thy reach will assuredly lead to its possession the way in which souls enter into the possession may differ to some it may come as the gift of a moment in times of revival in the fellowship with other believers in whom the spirit is working effectually under the leading of some servant of god who can guide and sometimes in solitude too it is as if all at once a new revelation comes upon the soul it sees as in the light of heaven the strong vine holding and bearing the feeble branches so securely that doubt becomes impossible it can only wonder how it ever could have understood the words to mean aught else than this to abide unceasingly in christ is the portion of every believer it sees it and to believe and rejoice and love come as of itself to others it comes by a slower and more difficult path day by day amid discouragement and difficulty the soul has to press forward be of good cheer this way too leads to the rest seek but to keep thy heart set upon the promise i the lord do keep it night and day take from his own lips the watchword every moment in that thou hast the law of his love and the law of thy hope be content with nothing less think no longer that the duties and the cares that the sorrows and the sins of this life must succeed in hindering the abiding life of fellowship take rather for the rule of thy daily experience the language of faith i am persuaded that neither death with its fears nor life with its cares nor things present with their pressing claims nor things to come with their dark shadows nor height of joy nor depth of sorrow nor any other creature shall be able for one single moment to separate us from the love of god which is in christ jesus our lord and in which he is teaching me to abide if things look dark and faith would fail sing again the song of the vineyard i the lord do keep it i will water it every moment lest any hurt it i will keep it night and day and be assured that if jehovah keep the branch night and day and water it every moment a life of continuous and unbroken fellowship with christ is indeed our privilege end of thirteenth day